What's going on? This is Anthony from all over the place. And I wanted to comment on the Shakari Richardson failed drug test for smoking marijuana. Um, she's an Olympic athlete and she failed and she got a, a suspended for one month. She's not going to be able to compete, which is very unfortunate. And, and the reason why she was smoking marijuana was because she lost her mother, which it sucks. And I, and I, my condolences to her because anyone can feel that kind of, you know, emotion towards a parent. Um, but this goes back to, you know, that actions have consequences and, you know, you're, you signed up to compete in the Olympics and they have the rules and this is rules created by the world organization, not this ain't American Olympics. This is the world Olympics. So there's rules that are made. And marijuana is a banned substance still to this day for, you know, their athletes. And I don't see that changing anytime soon. And, you know, in the midst of her grief, probably she just needed it to feel different or better or, you know, I don't know. I'm not in her head, but, but it doesn't change the fact that they can't treat her special just like they can't treat anyone else special. You know, I've seen people who've not failed a drug test to get suspended longer because they have these other things. If, like, you don't check in your location, um, and, you know, because, you know, sometimes the drug testers, drug testers need to come to your house and test you, then you can get suspended for that if you get three of them. So, you know, no one's picking on her because of her race. I'm watching I'm watching T.I., which a guy who I listened to growing up, talk about, like, it has to do with race. And it just kind of fucks me up because, you know what, man? There's a lot of things you can scream that it's about race and I'm with you and you're right and let's fix it. But when you start screaming about stuff like this that has nothing to do with race, this is how you lose everyone else. The people that you want on your side... The novice people out there who who are not sure about things, they're rolling their fucking eyes at you right now. And I'm rolling my eyes too as a fan for so long of your music and your even your movie work. It's really disappointing that you would be say some shit like that. This is not an American thing. He, he was bringing up you can't do Black Lives Matter in the Olympics. The Olympics doesn't allow any of your agenda into their games. This is about the Olympics. It's not about you. It's about it's it's an old tradition of a bunch of athletes competing. You know, uh, or do you want every kind of cause in there from every different country? You know, come on, let's let's be real. Let's let's be real thinkers about this whole situation. And he disappointed me like crazy when he said that. And I lost complete respect for him. Um, you know, there's a lot of celebrities, of course, talking that you know it's unfair and all this stuff, but. Dude, that's you know, it's not a good look to children that, you know what, you can break the rules. Um, but it's okay. Um, you know, you can be a victim now of something. That's not okay. That's a bad message setting to kids. There are rules that you agree to by competing. This is what you worked your life for and you throw it away to smoke marijuana. And, you know, you had people around you who let you do that as well and uh, you know, I don't know her mom, but I think that would be the last thing she'd want for her daughter is to miss out on an opportunity that she worked so hard for. Because that's what I'm hearing. She's such a hard worker, and she's great. 
And, you know, but you got to accept the consequences. And it doesn't feel like she's accepting it because, you know, she did this tweet earlier, which kind of rubbed me the wrong way a little bit, only because, um, you know, it just, it, it got me because the simple fact is that, you know, you want people to learn and really know that they messed up, you know, and it sucks, but you did mess up. She wrote a tweet 19 hours ago. All these perfect people that know, know how to live life, I'm glad I'm not one of them. That's not what people are saying. That's They're not perfect. No one's pretending to be perfect. This guy, Terrence Stubber, replied. He says, I don't think anyone is mad that you use marijuana, which I think 99.9% of people are not mad about that. He put, the issue may have have is that the rules that everyone, that every other athlete has to follow says it is a banned substance for these games. You knew that. I'm sorry you were are dealing with some stuff, but you have to find a different way. And he was right. That just completely, it's it's just common sense. And she has this attitude. Maybe she's getting this attitude from all the celebrities and all the support she's gaining from this. It's not, they're not doing her a favor. You can like put her arm around her and say, you know, the tough break kid. Um, I'm sorry about this. You know, you know, if you needed to do drugs to cope with your mother's death, maybe you should have just disqualified yourself from the games to begin with. I think people don't put enough on their mental health over work or even something as big as being in the Olympics. Your mental health is a lot more important than competing in the Olympics. I think everyone who loves you would rather see you happy and healthy than depressed and smoking weed all the time. You know what I mean? So, you know, I just hope she feels better, but I also hope she doesn't turn this into something stupid because it's just ridiculous, you know? Like, the TI thing really pisses me off, and it's just, it's it's really not a hard thing to follow. And, you know, and you, you didn't, you know? You don't, like, I think I was watching a YouTube video that featured Wiley and Akio, I forget his name, um, they were reacting to this, and they both pretty much said that, you know, you, you don't get an excuse to do stupid things when something like that happens, you know, and, and he's right, and, you know, it's unfortunate, but it's not about race, this is the World Olympics um, rules, and it's nothing to do with her skin color, nothing to do with her individually. These are just like black and white rules, basically. Like, there's no gray area, which people need to just to get over with it, you know? There's a lot of racial issues in the world, and if you're going to focus on something like this, if you do, then you're just as dumb as people think you are. Walk around as a victim, because it seems like that's what she's going to do, that she's going to use the victim card that they somehow she was discriminated against. You were treated like everyone else. There's people that are not going to compete right now because not even because for a failed drug test because they weren't they didn't check in on their location. <laughs> you know what I mean? You actually failed a test. You know, and there's no one anyone can bring up that they treated differently. <laughs> they treat everyone exactly the same. They don't care who you are or what your struggle is. The rules are the rules. You know, I'm just, it pisses me off when, you know, we got all these great athletes and great influencers in, in movies, music, 
you're sending a message to these young kids that it's okay to break the rules that you agreed to. Where's the honor in that? You know what I mean? Like, you knew this is the parameter. Like, you can feel bad and feel frustrated that all this happened and, you know, but to me, she should have just squashed it in the media when she did her interview. And she kind of did, but then she kind of didn't, especially with that tweet, really opens it up to, like, fuck you all, basically. You know, you guys are so perfect. No one cares that you did marijuana. It's just you knew that it could get you banned or suspended. What's going on? This is Anthony from all over the place. And I wanted to comment on the Rachel Nichols, ESPN Maria, Maria Taylor thing. Um, you know, I heard this probably, I think, yesterday. I didn't think much of it. I didn't know what happened. I tried to read the article, but, you know, the New York Times has a paywall. And I'm not paying to watch. Fuck, I'm not going to pay to read a fucking article I don't really care about. Or I'm not going to pay to read an article where I'm, I can hear what happened, you know, on Twitter. You know, it doesn't make any sense. Anyways, so I finally find out what she said. I listened to the tape just now from this uh, YouTube channel called Kingsty, K-I-N-G-T-I-S-E. So he had his perspective on it. Now I'm going to give my perspective. Now, earlier today I saw a TikTok of a woman... You know, she obviously doesn't like Rachel Nichols. And she brought up that she has a very, very famous relative. And that's why she probably got her job. Um, I think it was, was it Diane Sawyer? God, I don't remember the name. It was some white woman, obviously. <laughs> that's worked for ABC for amount of years. And ABC is owned by, you know, ESPN, which is, you know, in turn owned by Disney. And, you know, same company, you know, different companies within it. Um, which... Okay, you know, nepotism is 100% real in the world, and it happens in every company, and, you know, it's, you know, whatever, who cares? I don't even like Rachel Nichols, you know what I mean? She hosts The Jump, I don't watch The Jump because it's on way too early, and all they do is talk about the same things First Take does, and Undisputed, and all these other shows that I'd rather watch, like Jalen and Jacoby, and, you know, just a bunch of other shows I'd rather watch than The Jump. So, um, you know, okay, so she says, she basically is, listen, from, from what I got in the video, I'm sorry, in the recording, which, by the way, how shady it was recorded by some woman sending it to people, that, that woman's lucky she didn't lose her job. You don't get to, um, you know, use company um, stuff to record something and send it to create controversy and keep your job. She's lucky she kept her job. ESPN's being very nice to that woman. So anyways, you know, she's she's a bitch. I don't like her. I don't like that kind of stuff. Because, listen, are we going to pretend that people don't vent when they're frustrated? And they might say things that they don't really mean, but they're frustrated. You know what I mean? And from what I heard from the, third, the three minutes that they played um, out of a 20-minute conversation is she was frustrated with ESPN. And the, the, the decisions that are made. <sighs> you know, like it or not, companies are doing this. Like ESPN Entertainment Companies. They want to look good to the general public because of this whole... Of movements, of Me Too, of Black Lives Matter. It To them, it, it impacted business. You know what I mean? Like, 
They don't want to be caught up in any controversy. So they're going to do what they can. They probably hire companies that strategize. Like, what can we do to appear more friendly to, you know, these people, this certain demographic? Because that's the target. You know, I mean, if you think about, you know, what they cover mostly is football and basketball. It's a predominantly black sport, both of them. You know what I mean? So, well, not, you know, football, you know, it's probably more half and half, but basketball in general, the superstars, you know, who's the best and, you know, they're at black athletes, which is, you know, okay. So they're probably, you know, there's this, there's people are sick of this whole, just nothing but white men on TV and same stuff over and over again. So, and, and even having no women there, you know what I mean? So you have trailblazers that are women that are been around for a while and then you know maria taylor is part of there and rachel nichols is part of there so she's frustrated that she's getting to do more stuff and she's thinking it's because they're just trying to appeal to a certain demographic this week and she's not kind of wrong in saying that because that's what it's what happens when a company all of a sudden starts to diversify out of nowhere not because they wanted to, only because they're doing it because of public pressure. That's, you know, that's shady. And maybe she knows that they're only doing it to appease people rather than this person being qualified. Listen, I don't really know who Maria Taylor is until I saw her face. Then I recognize, oh, I've seen her in a couple things. Um, and, you know, I've seen Rachel Nichols more because she's a host on The Jump before first take and sometimes she does these like little soliloquies of when she's talking about something which I always find very like forced and every time I see her when she does that little like little segment of her just talking about someone to me I never liked it I never enjoyed it I mean if she got fired tomorrow I wouldn't care you know Marie Taylor the only thing I've seen her do is a couple interviews blah 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 that's it I don't really care about the the people who work for ESPN as far as reporting in sports. You know what I mean? I was always a big Stuart Scott fan, Stephen A, even Skip, even though I hate him most of the time. You know, these are people that I like. You know what I mean? So, you know, there's you know everyone. Not everyone can be a superstar. Some of you are just gonna do the regular thing and and, and report on what's happening. <sighs> Excuse me. So I feel like that that recording is more about ESPN rather than Maria Taylor herself. Um, I just, I just think it is. I think it is more about that. I think she was frustrated that she wasn't going to be able to do more and she was, they were giving more to Maria Taylor and she figured because she worked for the company when you work for the company, you know, things I'm, the company I work for, I know things, you know what I mean? Decisions that are made and stuff like that. So, she has inside information like well she might have got this because of this you know what i mean um so you know <sighs> we know that she's gonna make a statement apologizing and none of this was supposed to make make it anywhere i think i think people forget that we're all human beings and we're allowed to f be frustrated about stuff you know what I mean? You have to let that stuff kind of out. And she vented to a friend, and it seems like it was less than three minutes. And the rest of the conversation, I, I believe, since it wasn't leaked, has nothing to do with, you know, any of that. So I don't think it was that bad. But people want to make 
it seem like she's attacking her because she's black. Like, she doesn't deserve anything this because she's black. You're only giving her the job because she's black. Um, you know, there, there's, a, there's a hint of that, I think. But ultimately, it's her frustration with the network. And to, to just try to put people in place to make themselves look good. Um, but yeah, you know, what's fucked up about it is being secretly recorded. I mean, which is against the law. They were in the bubble. I think the bubble was in Florida. I think it's against the law to record someone um, without them knowing it. And that's exactly what happened. And they, you know, sh- you know, you think about Aaron Andrews, you know, <laughs> that peephole and being recorded naked and stuff. You know, this is not quite that, obviously, but this could ne- negatively impact her career. And that employee probably should have been fired. <coughs> Because now Rachel can probably sue for damages, you know, that, you know, they let this happen and it was like a slap on the wrist. Um, you know, I don't feel bad for that woman for recording it. You you should be fired. You just, you should be. You know, people, you know, I mean, you know, I at first I was like, why is Steven Jackson defending her, you know? Um, you know, I don't know. I, I, I just feel like... It's a fucked up situation for Maria Taylor because all she's trying to do is make her mark in the industry she likes. Um, like I said before, I don't really know her, but you know, I've seen her a couple times doing things. You know, you know, they do this. Most of them do their job. It's like, <laughs> no offense, um, you don't have to be Stephen A. to do the job. All you have to do is you know be articulate and be able to know when you're supposed to talk and when to let the athlete talk. It's not a hard job. This is like. It's really not a big issue, and and I think in that leaked article, I'm sorry, in the audio, Rachel's Nichols is not denying her skills. She's just denying that the network is just doing this for the wrong reasons. And do we want to live in a world where these companies just give opportunities to people because they feel like they should do it because they're the color of their skin? I mean, I'm pretty sure Marie Taylor wants to be appreciated for her skills and her experience and what she can bring to the table, I think, you know, because one of the best ones I've seen on ESPN is Carrie Champion. Um, when she used to, but this was years ago when she used to do first take and then she got her own show and it didn't really do a good job to be honest with you. Um, and that went away. And I think she has some weird show with some other chick who actually called who actually, I don't know, I don't know, I'm not really a fan of her anymore, because I feel like with, she did something with Jake Paul, and it was kind of racist of her to do that to him, because it's like, you're calling out racism and stuff during the Black Lives Matter movement, but you're doing something the same way, and it's just like, it was a really weird thing that I saw, kind of turned me off to her and everything, because she used to be so good, but you know, whatever. recording of a phone conversation from last year has created a difficult situation at ESPN, pitting two of the network's most visible female broadcasters against each other, according to a report Sunday in the New York Times. The dispute goes back to last year's broadcast of the NBA Finals, when ESPN executives selected Maria Taylor over Rachel Nichols to be the primary host for the network's coverage. 
an unhappy Nichols discussed her frustration with not being chosen in a phone call with Adam Mendelssohn, the longtime advisor of Los Angeles Lakers star LeBron James. During the call, Nichols expressed her opinion that Taylor got the assignment because the network was feeling pressure to improve its record on racial issues. I wish Maria Taylor all the success in the world, she covers football, she covers basketball, Nichols said in an audio excerpt published by The Times. If you need to give her more things to do because you are feeling pressure about your crappy long-time record on diversity, which, by the way, I know personally from the female side of it, like, go for it. Just find it somewhere else. You are not going to find it from me or taking my thing away. According to the Times, the call was recorded by a camera Nichols had in her hotel room that enabled her to appear on camera from the NBA bubble. The contents were recorded to a video server at ESPN headquarters, where any number of employees could have accessed it. At least one person recorded a copy of the call on a cell phone, the Times reports, and the content soon spread throughout the company. The only person disciplined over the incident, the Times said, was a digital video producer who told ESPN's human resources department she shared the video with Taylor. The producer, a black woman, was suspended two weeks without pay and has since left the company. Nichols explained to the Times she was unloading to a friend about ESPN's process, not about Maria. She said she reached out to Taylor via texts and phone calls, but never received a response. The tension between the two remained throughout the current NBA season, as Taylor has continued to host the network's NBA Countdown pregame show, with all of Nichols' segments pre-recorded so they were not forced to interact. The Times also reports there was a heated discussion among ESPN executives and broadcast personnel on a conference call before the playoffs began in late May. Execs said that if Taylor continued her objection to having Nichols on live, then no reporters would be allowed to. During that call, several people, including Countdown, co-hosts Jalen Rose and Adrian Wojnarowski, expressed their support for Taylor, to the point where they considered refusing to appear on air. Ultimately, the network reversed course. Taylor's contract with the network is set to expire in less than three weeks, and there have been few substantive steps, according to the Times, to reach a new one. That pretty much breaks it down very good. Wow, who was that? Sports News. What's going on, everyone? This is Anthony from all over the place. And woo, ESPN has a little bit of a controversy going on. And it's probably been going on for, I think, a while now. But anyway, so... Uh, Rachel Nichols is the host of The Jump, and she does other things at ESPN, you know, hosting and etc., you know, the covering the finals, and Maria Taylor works for ESPN as well. Um, actually, the only one I actually knew who they were was Rachel Nichols, because she hosts The Jump, and um, Maria Taylor, I didn't know the name, but when I saw what she looked like, then I, you know, I know who she is now, you know what I mean? It's kind of one of those things, like, I didn't know that was her name. And I see her, and I'm like, oh, she does pretty good. I think they're, I think they're both good at what they do. Let's let's start with that, okay? Um, I don't know their school background. I know um, that Rachel Nichols probably got her job because of nepotism. Um, you know, obviously having a very very famous relative that worked for a for ABC for a long time certainly helps when it's all the same company. So, whatever, she does a good job. I mean, she does. They both do the job that's necessary for them. You know, they're not the stars of the show. This, what they're talking about is the star of the show. You know what I mean? And 
the other people that are on the panel with them talking to them and you know what I mean it's not really about them so let me get that out of the way they both do their job you know okay so I listened to the phone call and at first I gotta admit I thought it was worse before hearing it because people are making such a big deal out of it I'm like wow people are calling her a racist and all this stuff I'm like wow that's crazy then I heard the tape and it's kind of like here we go again with stuff like this um there's nothing racist about what she said her gripe is with the network and how they choose to do things because of their crummy record of diversity which has nothing to do with her she's actually part of that as a woman yes you go like oh she's a white woman still as a woman <laughs> you know that's part of their their history of you know not giving people chances because of maybe because they're you know their ethnicity or their gender and she's right about that i've been watching espn since i was freaking 10 probably she's not wrong in that you know what i mean she was just she, she listen she was on a call with with a friend and she was venting that she was frustrated that she didn't get to do what maria was chose to do okay so you're allowed to be upset if you if you're in a job like this this kind of job is very competitive people don't understand that yes they both work for espn that you think that would be enough of a security like oh i work for espn i'm good no there's still a lot of things to be like in competition for you know what i mean if you think about like you sign a contract with them you're you're an anchor you're a producer or whatever then all of a sudden you get the tap to have your own show like scott scott van pelt for for so long he was just like an anchor and like a field reporter he got his own show you know what i mean it's like why him well because you know he he, he somehow got it done you know what i mean so that's what Rachel Nichols is probably always fighting for, like her opportunity, you know, what she wants. And that's what you, we all do in business. We all look for after ourselves and try to get, you know, more when you want to, you know what I mean, in your your field. Um, of course, I don't know Maria Taylor. And it seems like Maria Taylor is very upset about this because she was because Rachel Nichols said she's reached out and try to apologize and she's choosing to ignore her which is fine you know it's up to her she she doesn't have to accept her apology and that's what rachel nichols said like it's up to her if she doesn't want to she understands but here's what i don't here's what just kind of like okay um you know maria you're a woman as well and you know it's just like it's petty at the end of the day you know this is a f you're in the entertainment business even though you're not like you know actors or actresses or athletes you're on tv and it's competitive still it's not like oh good for you ha ha, ha. Uh, you know no you want the job this is what you've been working for to get all the key jobs to the hosting the covering the finals all that stuff you know so you can be frustrated you can rant to a friend and that's okay you get out your rant and then maybe you think better of it later or you just get out of your system because maybe you felt like you were passed up for other things because you felt like the company was placating because of these movements of me too of 
Black Lives Matter. It's like they're trying to appease, you know, because of their crummy history. And it's like Rachel Nichols is like, I didn't have nothing to do with any of that. So now I'm suffering. Not suffering, that's a bad word because you're not really suffering. But you're losing opportunities. She's She has every right to feel that way. Um, she In that clip, she wishes Maria Taylor the best, you know. She covers, she does a lot of, she has a lot of jobs in the SPN. And, you know, she didn't say anything racist. She just pointed out that what what these big companies do, she pointed out, she called them out for it. And this is what they do. You know, when a, when a, when a group of people, you know, you do a movement and you force a company to do something they don't regularly do. Yeah, you, you, you did something, which is cool. You know, you got something to change, but you know why they did it. You know what I mean? Like, it should have been done before that. You know what I mean? Like, we all know that, you know, it, when it gets to that point of protest and, like, and stuff like that, and then they change something, it's it's a small victory because they didn't want to do it. And you know that next time, they're, they're not going to do it because you're not going to know about it. I think that was her point that, you know, you're just, you're just trying to appease people without really um, thinking about it because it's easier to do that. You know, it's it's not what I thought it was, and I understand why now Stephen Jackson was defending her. Um, you're, you know, I, you know, at first I was like, wow, you know, and to me it's just like it's being blown up way too much. That person who recorded it, you know, I think she's fired or she's since left the company, ESPN. Um, yeah, you should leave and. Good luck finding another job. You listen what this person did. So, for some reason, the the video equipment in Rachel Nichols's uh, room was recording when she wasn't using it. Which, you know, you know that's that's an engineering thing. Whoever let it record still when the when the, you know what I mean. So, so it recorded, and. This person heard it, the recording. This person would have to click on the recording of of Rachel Nichols knowing that she wasn't on the air. You know, if you think about that, you know what I mean? It's a scummy thing. Like, you sat there and listened to a 20-minute conversation to find these three minutes. And I don't even know at what time in the 20 minutes these three minutes pop up. She had to listen. So she was eavesdropping on someone's conversation, probably before she heard anything that looked weird, you know, that sounded weird. And she, she recorded, she took out her phone and recorded it. That's pretty scummy. And even what she captured wasn't even, to me, it's not a big deal. It's just not, I don't like Rachel, I don't, I don't care for Rachel, Rachel Nichols or Maria Taylor, of that matter. I really don't care about either of them. So I'm not siding with anyone because I don't really care um, you know what I mean? I'm not a I'm not a fan of the ESPN reporters or sideline reporters. I'm really not. Maybe Stephen A and a couple of them because they're like larger than life and like they've earned it. But at the end of the day, they're just they're interviewing the person I want to hear from. You know, most of the time I don't even recognize that they're there. They ask some stupid question, you know, and then the athlete talks, and that's what you want to hear. You don't want to hear them. So. And you know, as a as the only as not many women in that company as in that position, they're jousting probably for position. You know what I mean? Like that's the name of the game in entertainment business. 
you know, you got to get what you can get. Uh, but yeah, so what she said wasn't even racial, racist at all. Racist. I can't even say it. Why can't I say racist? Racist. Um, she's just pointing out that ESPN is, you know, like controlled. Like it's all about PR because they're owned by Disney. And, you know, it's, you know, if you think about, let me equate the new Marvel rollout. They're trying to appease Black Lives Matter. They're trying to appease the LGBT plus whatever community with a bunch of crap that they're changing what these um, comic books are to to appease these people. You think Disney really gives a, a fuck about you? They want to make money. So if in 10 years it was more profitable to be um, doing Nazi superheroes, they would do it. They don't give a fuck about anyone but money. That's that's the what the business is. Business is money. So if if you if you tomorrow if you want to identify as a a TV, they're gonna make a superhero that identifies as a TV. You know what I mean? You know how stupid that is. You know the pronoun shit, all that crap. You know, <laughs> I think when I signed up for Peacock, that streaming service. Um, they, they put, they asked me if I was male, female, or, um, nine binary and all that kind of bullshit. I was just laughing because they don't give a fuck. They're just adding stuff. So you don't be mad at them because at the end of the day, they care about their money. I didn't mean this to go to a different rant, but yeah, Rachel Nichols things, whatever. She'll, she'll tomorrow. She'll go on her show and apologize because you have to apologize or people are going to attack you. But if you really listen to it, she didn't really do anything. I I can I know I understand why black women, black people are going to be upset with her. But really listen to what she's saying. She's not talking about the person. It's more about the company. You know what I mean? So I mean, but whatever. Be mad. Who can? No one. At the end of the day, you know what can you do? People are going to be mad at anything. People are mad that that you don't do what they want. You think you should do. And they'll, they'll complain about it on Twitter. You know what I mean? So you can never really win. Everyone just needs to move on. Maria Taylor needs to grow up a little bit as far as like, well, if you're not going to sign with ESPN, then maybe you don't want to fuck with her no more. Fine. But this whole like, you know, she's not being civil to her. It's, it's petty. Be the professional. Do the job. You know what I mean? Because then you, you look unprofessional. You look kind of dumb in that situation. And you can say that Rachel Nichols looks unprofessional too, but what she said was in a private conversation. You know what I mean? Which is really sadly leaked. Kind of, it was a pathetic way to leak something. Like it's kind of fucked up. This person just like, you know, that's creepy. I'm sorry, that's creepy. You know, who would have thought? Maybe her video portion of it was on too, not just the audio. You know, so that has to be looked into as well. That's a little messed up. But anyways. It's a non-story. People need to get over it. It wasn't a racial thing. And it's plain and simple to me. I don't know. That's the way I see it. What's going on, everyone? This is Anthony from all over the place. And this is the first uh, report that I've heard of the air tags being used for, you know, the the bad reason that um, people thought of when you first heard about this tracker, which of course is not the first tracker ever that you can buy. 
There's Tile. Tile has been around for years. Um, you can just slip that in someone, and if if someone else has the Tile app or you know owning a Tile, it'll just ping off theirs and track it. But Apple's there's such a big network. Um, everyone has an iPhone, and your iPhone's gonna ping off that AirTag, so you'll be able to track it a lot easier than I think a Tile at this point. So this girl posted a TikTok where. Um, her she was in the car with her friend because this girl herself does not have an iPhone so it wouldn't alert her alone right so her friends with her she has an iPhone and it starts informing her that you're being that an air tag is near you for you know because it alerts you um after a while of being tracked because it wants to make sure you're being tracked you know what i mean like it's like you don't want it to go off when you're standing next to someone in line at the bank or something, you know, just because they have like an air tag on their key ring. So it goes off. Um, what's cool about it, because Apple built in this safety feature for the, all that information, you know, all that, um, you know, alerting you, and then you're able to make it beep because the air tag makes a beep. So they make it beep. They find it, not inside the car or anything like that, but it's um, behind the license plate in the back of the car. Um, and so, yeah, there it is, the old AirTag. She's like, I don't even own anything like this. You know what I mean? She doesn't even have an iPhone. So, you know, she doesn't have an AirTag. So it makes sense, right? And, yeah, so it is a creepy thing because then on when you find it, you can see the serial number of the AirTag, which doesn't really identify anything of who has, who owns it because... Um, it's all encrypted. There's nothing you can do about that. Um, it does show the last four digits of the person's phone number, which I think it should probably should show all of it. You know what I mean? But then again, that might enter a weird area. I'm not sure. There's, there is levels of privacy that Apple offers more than any other phone company, you know, that they care to admit. Because Apple is really big on privacy of their, you know, consumers. So it's you know it's a catch-22 basically so she finds it and you know it pretty much shows when it started started following her to all the places she went that day with her friend because obviously it's not going to show when she's not with her friend because she's the one that has the iphone okay so um you know so it, it, go, it goes into this theory where people are in their comments of her tiktok they're all talking about how Oh, the police never do anything, blah, blah, blah. It's like the police can't really do anything about this. They can, you can file a report about anything, obviously, right? Because th this is is a crime to a certain extent, like being tracked without you knowing. I'm not sure how, what law that exactly that is, um, but there's probably something on the books. But the problem is apple's not going to be able to help you they're not going to be able to find out who belongs to they can't like she's talking about taking it to the apple store they're not going to be able to do anything for you i feel bad for you because i don't i think it's creepy as fuck and i think you know whoever put it there wanted to track her for some reason and that's fucking just weird i would be looking at like an ex-boyfriend or something or or someone that a casual friend or something or someone that you know is you know i don't know you know what i mean you just gotta reevaluate your life and see if it might be someone you already know usually but then again you know she probably would recognize the last four digits of the number so maybe someone's casual in her neighborhood i don't know but i just hope she stays safe because that's fucked up so 
like I said, Apple's not going to be able to do much. Um, and also, I think the phone company would probably be able to do more than Apple could because let's 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 remember that Apple is not a phone company. Um, but what I mean is they don't have um, service. They they make the iPhones. That's all they do. They make their software. The, the they make this the cell signal is from you know Verizon, Sprint, all of them have their own thing. So the phone number, you know, is t- attached not to Apple. It's attached to that wireless carrier. So the carrier will be the best bet since you have the last four digits. Um, it's going to be based on the area she lives, it's either going to be 310 or 424. So that kind of levels it down, you know, and then all you need is the three digits in the middle. So, I mean, maybe a court order by the police if they seem it, deem it necessary, um, but Apple's not going to be able to do anything. Um, I'm just glad Apple built this feature in, but then again, if she didn't have an iPhone or if her friend didn't have an iPhone, she would never have known you know, and it's it sucks, but you know, this is not the only GPS tracker in the world. Like, you can um, buy a tile, like I said, you can even go to a spy shop online and just buy a tracker, a magnetic one that go right under the back of your car or something, and it'll track. You know what I mean? So it's like there's plenty of this stuff to be to be planted on people, especially without them knowing, and you know. You know, there's really not much you can do if someone really, really wants to track your car and stuff like that. You know what I mean? There's not a lot you can do. But I just hopefully she finds out who it is and maybe this person outs themselves. I don't know, but it's it 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 is very unfortunate because um, she seemed very shook and she seemed very nice and like you don't want to wish this on anyone. Um, and the, the the product is not designed for that. That's why Apple built in that feature. Um, but yeah, uh, it's, it's unfortunate. Um, but hopefully, you know, she, um, files a report. I mean, it is an, an, cause they told her it's a non-life threatening thing, which it is. They're not going to come out to take a report for something like that. Um, and you know, you just have to go to the police station and do the work. You have to do the work. Um, you know, and put people in the comments criticizing the police it's like, dude, there's plenty to criticize the police for, but this this is not one of the instances. There's not much they can do. You know what I mean? It's 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 really a dead end unless someone saw the person put it on her car or or whatever. You know, it's it is unfortunate, but you know, there's you know not much they can do. But you know, but yeah, yeah, it's it's a sucky thing. I just hope she's good with like. Her safety. Hopefully, she's runs in a couple more numbers with people in the next couple days, and hopefully, they just find his dirt bag because you know that's pretty much gonna make her live in fear a bit, and that's that's fucked up.